Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills podcast is a broadcast outreach of Dag Heward Mills Ministries, which has the duty to bring you the very best from the vast teaching archive of healing evangelist, best-selling author, and megachurch pastor, Dag Heward Mills. In this Thursday's message, Bishop Dag will help you to understand why you must not be a Christian who puts your trust in the abundance of things that you may have, but rather one who places all their trust in God to supply all your needs. Today's teaching will help you to understand why it is important to be a Christian who is expectant for provision from God to give you more food and raiment than you can carry but you will also acquire practical wisdom on what you should do when God blesses you with more than you need. After today's message, you'll be able to boldly proclaim that the Lord is your shepherd and you shall indeed not want. We thank you, Lord. It is a blessing to be in your house. It is a blessing to know you, Lord. We love you. I love you, Lord. I'm glad to be working in your name and under your banner. Help us, Lord, to go forward today into all of your will. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Praise the Lord. Now, are you glad to be in church? Great. I feel I should um, speak about our church bus before I preach. Amen. We wanted to buy a little bus for um, our outreach to secondary schools. We are doing many outreaches, and when times are hard, we will have to scrap some of the things we are doing. Now, times are hard in the sense that we are having to use our money very judiciously. People say that we are rich. We thank God for their lives and for speaking good things about us. Amen. Um, But what do you call it? We, for instance, we have so many outreaches as a church. We have our books, our tapes, We have our missionaries whom we send to Africa and now to other parts of the world. We have our work in the secondary schools called LI. We have our crusades. Our crusade ministry is working in uh, the district capitals of Ghana. And so we are having crusades in every district capital there are 110 district capitals in ghana and so we are going to every single one of these district capitals and we are having crusades now the crusade ministry has been financed um, quite well so we have our nice truck evelyn is that not so we have a generator in the truck we have equipment i think you don't have drums that's the only thing you don't have you don't have a keyboard. All right. There's somebody here who, who can give a keyboard to the crusade ministry. Who are you? You can give a keyboard. Thank you, my brother. God bless you. Um, so what they don't have now is the drum set, and I believe that they're going to have the drums very soon. Uh, this season they work seasonally this season they are they are working in the district capitals of the eastern region uh, they had planned a crusade for Koforida before they decided on the district capital idea so last week they were in a, dist- a regional capital which is Koforida but that's the last regional capital we're not going to any regional capital again so they are they they were in Suhum and they were uh, the week before this last week, from Wednesday to Friday, they were in Koforidua. Next week, they are in Begro. That is this week from Wednesday. The week after, they are in Kade. The week after, they are in Asamankesi. The week after, they are Odan. 
the week after they are in Sawam. These are all the street capitals in the eastern region. Are you glad we are reaching out to these places? Now, when they <laughs> have a crusade like that, can somebody turn the lights, upstairs lights off, please? I, I would not like to say this again during the service. Turn, turn the lights off upstairs. Now, um, what was I telling you before I told them to turn on the lights? Huh? Yeah, now when we have crusades like that, the diesel, before they increased the price of petrol, was about 500,000 CDs. And now that it's gone up, maybe it should be about 700,000. When they have crusades for three nights at Suhum, they had about 150,000 CDs. With a large crowd of people. So, we are financing everything, the equipment and everything. We are financing everything. And so, um, we are glad that as we sit in our comfortable chairs in our church in Accra, we have hardened evangelists and teams which are doing their work in the villages. Are you glad about that? Now, in secondary schools, we are copying scripture union, we are forming the lighthouse version of SU. And we are in every secondary school. Uh, no, we are not in. Our aim is to be in every secondary school. Now, that's why we want to buy this bus. The man who is selling this bus comes from Circle. He is at Circle, and we have convinced him to bring his bus here since Friday. And I told him that if he brings the bus here, it will not go back in the name of Jesus. Do you believe that it will not go back? Now, it's good to be saved in secondary school. I was in secondary school um, more than 20 years ago. When I was there, there were people who were smoking weed. How many saw people smoking weed when you were in secondary school? Now, if they were smoking weed 20 years ago, I don't know what they are doing now. What do you think they are doing now? Huh? What? Sniffing cocaine. Gosh. They are sniffing cocaine. Oh, Lord. But you know, I got saved in secondary school. Born again. I never got involved with drinking, smoking, fornication. Never. I was saved in secondary school by Scripture Union. And all these things, I, I didn't have the opportunity to get involved with them because I was saved <laughs> by the ministry of Scripture Union. Smoking weed. Some of my best friends were weed smokers. Can you imagine having best friends who are weed smokers and you don't smoke weed? So, all these things, we thank the Lord that Scripture Union did something. How many feel that, how many were, were not saved in secondary school? Raise up your hand. How many wish you were saved in secondary school? If you had been saved in secondary school, perhaps things would have been different. How many realize that? Huh? So how many think that it's a good thing that we go to the secondary schools? Do you want us to go? Yes. Pastor John, Arise, Sibu play. Where are thou? Ah, there he is at the back. He is our traveling secretary. You know, Scripture Union has got traveling secretaries. And this is our traveling secretary right there. He's walking smartly, briskly towards the front. And um, he is going to travel around the secondary schools in the bus. No, have your seats. Just give the church a wave. All right. And uh, how many would like them to be in this bus? Or you want them to go and rent from Kolibu bus stop? An old Chenchema one. This one looks better. Is that, is that not so? Looks quite smart. Okay. So I feel that there are people here who can help us to buy the bus. How much do you think the bus costs? 51 million CDs now. 
We took some offerings during the fasting. Those are going to go towards the bass and then the instruments. But the first week was only six million. So the second week, we don't know how much it will be. But I believe that it wouldn't even cover the instruments, much less the bass. So you are here today and you would like to give an amount towards the bus. I feel that I should pray for you before I continue. Amen. All right. And I feel that God is going to really bless you because you give. Okay, shall we pray? Close your eyes for a moment. If you want to give something towards the bus, I'm not going to ask you how much, but I just want to pray for you. I don't even want you to come to the front or anything like that. I just want you to stand up where you are. If you want to give, maybe you want to give 10,000, want to give 100,000, want to give 50,000, want to give something special or extra, want to give a million, want to give two millions, anything. We accept anything that you want to give. Just stand up wherever you are, and I'm going to pray for you where you are standing. And then we'll just continue on with the service. We want to give something towards the buying of this bus that is there um, just to help us. Uh, just stand and be where you are, and I'm going to pray. Okay, whatever you decide in your heart, You've decided and you will bring it. I'll tell you how to bring it later. Father, I feel I should pray for these people because I believe you are going to bless them financially as they help to finance the purchasing of this bus for Leadership International, our ally ministry. Lord, bless every single one of them as they give towards this work. Bless them financially and I pray especially for wisdom and intelligence that as they have given their money for the work of the Lord, Lord, you will give them wisdom to use money for their own work and their own business and everything that they are doing. Thank you for wisdom and knowledge. And they will never lack anything from today. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thank you very much. God bless you. Now, if you want to give something, uh, you stood up and I prayed with you, just put the money in an envelope, right? And just write on it, bus. Okay. Now, we do not issue receipts in the church. So the best thing is you put the money in the offering basket. It's the best. That is our box. As soon as it goes in the offering basket, it's guaranteed it's safe. Because how do we know that it's guaranteed? From the offering basket, it goes to the place where the money is and the money is counted by more than one person who are not allowed to bring their handbags and their purses into the room. All right? And they are, sub Hello? they are subject to random searches at any time. But the people we have are trusted people we have been with for some time. Sometimes we test them. They don't know that we are testing them. And we realize that they are doing well. Amen. Oh, you would say Amen. So once you put your money in the offering basket, it is guaranteed to get to where it is intended to get to, all right? That's the best. So sometimes people come and they, give, they want to give money to a pastor, you know, or give money to me. I, 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 I do not receive money personally. I, I don't receive money at all. And uh, nobody is authorized to receive money, really. So just try and locate the offering basket when it's going around, not when it is sitting down, because when it's sitting down by your chair, it is not an offering basket. It's only when it's moving that it's an offering basket. You get it? And then you put it in. And then also, all the congregation have been alerted to watch the ashes as they collect the offering. So that if you notice any usher putting his hand into or near the mouth of the basket, your duty is to come and tell us immediately that you saw this particular ashes. Now, ashes... If you usher without your photo ID card, you will no longer be ashes. You have only up to Tuesday. By Tuesday, if there's no photo ID on this, my brother, I will personally do all the usher. I'll stand there, take the offering, and I'll go around and collect the money myself. Okay? Is it a deal? All right? I gave you one week grace, and you have passed your dates. All right? So um, it's very, very important. So that's the best way. You just put your money there and... It's going to go. This bus, I told the man who comes from Circle that, look, when you park the car here, it will not go back to Circle. Do you believe that it's not going back to Circle? So you see, it's not been registered. There's no number on it. 
and um, um, we are blessed. Home use. Home. All right? Praise the Lord. Perhaps one day, through the money you're giving, your daughter and your son will be saved in that secondary school and not, will not be misused or abused and stolen in secondary school because of the ally that went there. Can I have an amen? amen? Great. Now, I shall not want. Is that not so? What are we teaching about? Can I hear you? Oh, I can't hear you. Come on. I shall not want is the overall series. Is that no? And what is the first part of I shall not want? It is God will provide for you. Is that not so? And then we went to the second part, which is what? You shall build a house. And then after that, we, we are moved to the third phase, which is you shall have food and raiment. Amen. Now God is saying you are going to have food and raiment. Amen. Amen. Are you alive? Stand to your feet, everybody. Stand to your feet. Tell the person next to you, brother, are you ready for the word of God? Are you ready for the word of God? What do they say? Say yeah. Say yeah. Lift up your Bible. Say, this is my Bible. I am going to be taught from my Bible. I do not have a spirit of familiarity. I will not yawn during the preaching. I will not sleep during the preaching. I am going to be blessed today. I am so excited that my pastor is about to teach me. I'm so happy that Sunday has come again. I am about to eat my Sunday food. I'm about to eat my Sunday uh, hamburgers. My Sunday fufu numune. And ekwai numune. Enam numune. Benko numune. Agede numune. Afam numune. Hallelujah. Say, this is my Bible. I love my Bible. I love the teachings. I feel that today the message is for me. I'm ready to flow because my pastor, whom I love, is about to feed me. I love those teachings. I love the word. Pastor, preach on. My mouth is open. Feed me now. Feed me now. I'm ready. I'm ready today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you ready? You may be seated. Now, I shall not want. Anybody, look, the unemployment rate of the fourth service is going to be zero percent by the time I, the time I, this particular service we are going to do a survey to see those who are unemployed anybody who is unemployed in this particular service by the time we finish i shall not want everybody in i'm not talking about the third service people they are different from you but i told you that you are the original people huh. so this service, you are going to be employed 100%. If you, are, if you are here, you don't have a job, stand up. Right now, you don't have a job, stand up. I need to see you right now. All right? Because I'm going to pray for you. I feel the anointing for jobs. Amen. Father, yeah, you are not many. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's already working in the fourth service. One, two, three. Sister, I didn't job now, okay? Open day. Pardon. Hairline. I'm per se we are doing our airline. To say Ghana Airways and now to say 
Swizze, and I to say Karen. Okay. Why are there? Nyami de Bemao, why? Me who said, me who said Nyami de Mao. Wonderful. Brother Harry, Eddie and Juma, now upe. Upe, Pastor Juma, you have it, brother. Sit down, receive it now. Sister Eddie and Juma, now upe. We here. Banking. Upe said, we are Juma, we bank. Me who said, we are Juma, we bank, Grace Bank. Receive it, sister. You are blessed. Sister Eddie and Juma, now upe. Eddie and Juma, now upe. Teaching. Now we are teacher. We are you know, teaching. Until we are students. Until we are, uh, how do you say students? Uh, uh, students. We are sukuni. A disuani. A teacher is what? Church for. Uh huh. Or church or church for. Okay, or church for. She after them make a tree. She make a tree. Me make a tree prophet. Sister, I don't know what Anything at all, Father. Anything has been turned into something good in Jesus' name. <laughs> sister, I don't know what we here. Graphic designer. Obiana, Obiana, graphic designer. Yeah, yeah, friend, what's that? Friend, what's that? Ivanelsa, Vanelsa. Sister Vanessa Waha said, Who here graphic designer after service? A point now, be who now be to me. I employ no why obey a juma power. A very good sister, brother. If I was saying, Michael, who feel him? Who free a cry? Who you in cranny? And I won't teach you. And to me, me, no, can cranny. How do you say gun? In crown, in crown. Why you gonna over there? pa? I didn't jump on a baby. security job. Upper security job after service. Be home. Why? Yes, I shall not want no Biabena Juma. Miss Obiabena Juma was four times with me. Woman hostage. Uh, sister, I don't do man. Oh, uh, yeah. Any good job? Like what? I don't school now. Who's here? Who's here? Who's here? Who's here? And I won't call school. What is that? Send your girl child to school. And just interim job. Now we're here. Interim jobs. Uh, anybody here now to me employ no more? After service, your friend will say, Mammy Henny, why your friend, Mammy Henny, after service, who here be Uber to me a receptionist. And I said, Second, when him typing, when him typing, when him be our nice smile, say, Oh, yeah, Juma, oh, yeah, Juma, what office, you know, what office, baby, call him, what Jesu Timu, Bonsama Yesu, Bonsam Casima Yesu, Amen. Montrance, Montrance, you'll be a trance. Hallelujah. Wonderful. I say zero percent. Zero percent. I shall not want. I will not rest until I ask. Who in this service is not employed and nobody stands up? Everybody, unless you are a visitor, is visitors who are allowed to be unemployed. But say you are a member, pa, and you are coming to, I shall not want, I shall not want, I shall not want, pa, dear. Ubenya Ejuma. Me say, Ubenya Ejuma. And then Yame de Mao. Hallelujah. Mujidi. Powerful. Okay. And then you shall not want. Hallelujah. Now, 
And uh, you shall have food and raiment. First of all, I taught you what the food and raiment is. Is that not so? Number two, I taught you what? Your human rights. You, you can travel. You can, you can choose where you want to live. You don't have to live in Kolegono if you don't want to live there. Amen. And so on. Then I taught you why, some, why you should be happy with, why you don't need more than food and raiment. Is that not so? And then the next one was why some people are not happy with food and raiment. Now today, my, I'm sharing for just about 10 minutes about alternatives to more food and raiment. Alternatives to more food and raiment. In other words, what to do when I have more than food and raiment. Amen. What to do when I have more than food and raiment. Hallelujah. In other words, what shall I do when I have more than food and raiment? Praise the Lord. First Timothy chapter 6, please. I'll be very happy if you can turn with me. And we'll read verse number 8. And having food and raiment, let us be therewith content. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hurtful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition. Now, are you there? Now, the Bible is saying that if we have food and raiment, we should be happy with it. And last week, we really went to try to understand why people are not happy. Is that not so? You get it? Because you have people who have the job, Mami Hinoa, that you want, and they are not happy. You get it? And you may not have the job, but you are happy. Is that not so? So, it's not a matter of what you have that makes you happy. And we looked at that. Is that not so? Now, I was telling you once, I was talking to some friends from America. They came to see me off at the JF Kennedy Airport. And I told them, as I was going away, my last words to them was, Brethren, be happy. Be happy. Because I told them that there are millions of Ghanaians who would like to be in America like you are. How many would like to go to America? Raise up your hand. How many would put down your hand? How many would like to stay here? Raise up your hand. How many would like to stay here and visit America occasionally? Okay, put your hands up. How many would like to go to America for green card? Okay, raise your hand. Father, I thank you for green cards. The whole church is going to leave me. Why will I be preaching? It doesn't matter. You raise your hand. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for green cards and permanent residence in the United States of America. Those that believe are receiving today in Jesus' name. Amen. You have received it. Do you believe that you've received it? Good. You don't worry. If you go, God will send more people. Amen. But I want you to be blessed. Whatever you want, God will do it for you. Hallelujah. Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? Amen. Now, I believe that God is going to give you more than food and raiment. Angie, God is going to give you more than food and raiment. Food and raiment is the basics. And God is saying when you have the basics, be happy and be content. But God is going to give you more than just food and raiment. So what do you do? When you have more than food and raiment. You get what I'm saying? Now, you see, I believe that as we go along, we, cannot, we are not communists. We cannot af- avoid the reality that some people are more hardworking, are more enterprising, are just different. Just some are givers, some are more generous. People are different. And God is going to bless every single one accordingly. Now, 
some people are going to do so much that they would generate more than food and raiment. So, what should you do when you have more than food and raiment? Amen. Should you be angry with God? Who said you, you should just have, be happy with food and raiment? No, I want to show you what to do when you have more than food and raiment. Perhaps we shouldn't call it alternatives to food and raiment. What you should do when you have more than food and raiment. Okay, that, that's what I want to really teach because as we're preaching, you know, many of the people who have one car today, uh, how many months, Lord? 15, I'm hearing around 15 months, are going to have two cars. Many of the people with one car are going to have two cars. You get what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm saying? And many of the people with AD11, brother, you are going to be driving away, driving away, driving coolly away. You worried about the sun. You are in your car. You shall be driving away. Do you believe you'll be driving away? Your days is enough. I say that walking is enough in Jesus' name. If you believe it, receive it. I, miracles have happened. A lot of miracles have taken place this afternoon. I don't know those who are receiving them, but I feel power anointings here today. God is just giving miraculous blessings. Cars, houses, lands are being bought. Foundations are being laid. People who are servants are being transformed into owners and managers. People's salaries are being increased. Some people who were earning CDs are beginning to earn dollars. And some people who are earning dollars are beginning to earn thousands of dollars. Oh, Father, it is good. In the midst of starvation, there shall be plenty in the house of the Lord. Believe it in the name of Jesus. I said believe it in the name of Jesus. There were many widows in the days of Elijah. A lot of people had financial problems. But one widow was selected said, I'm going to bless you. You are the one God is selecting this afternoon to bless you. In Jesus' name. Now, what shall I do when I have more than food and raiment? I'm going to give you several things that you're going to do with yourself. Number one. 1 Timothy chapter 6. Verse number 17. Okay? What to do when you have more than one car, Dinah? More than one dress. Now listen, when I finish this sermon today, I want every lady here to decide to bring a dress. Next week, bring one of your dresses and your shoes. I want to see them here. Come and give it as an offering. We are, Reverend Saki, where are you going next? Begro. We are taking them to Begro. It's going to open a door for you. Give something. And don't give something that you don't like. Give something nice. Ladies, because your clothes are precious to you. God is doing miracles for women right now. And when you give something that is precious to you, something precious from God will be given to you. Amen. All right? Now, step number one, what to do when you have more than food and raiment. In other words, what to do when you have more than enough. Number one, do not be high-minded. Number one, step number one, do not be high-minded. Enutra said, do not be proud. How do you say that? How do you say do not be proud? Don't let your be so. Amen. Do not be high-minded, Emma. When you got a lot of dollars. Emma, I see you holding dollars. I don't know where, where they came from. You are counting a lot of dollars in your hand. It's great. It's green. Green dollars. Powerful. Hallelujah. Listen, when God gives you miracles and he gives you more than you can carry, step number one, do not be high minded do not be proud do not change one pastor he had a little church and the church grew he was one of our own pastors and I was talking with him and about the church and he said to me in a tone 
of self-righteousness and a tone of achievement. He said, things have changed. Things have changed. He said, we arrange more than 200 chairs now. We have more than about two, we arrange about 250 chairs every Sunday. A lot of people are coming to church. Things are different now. Things have changed. When I took over the church, things have changed. I couldn't advise him anymore. He was so full of himself. So strong, adamant, rebellious, fighting spirit, fighting me. But I brought him up and I taught him how to preach, but perhaps he didn't know that I was teaching him how to preach. The first oath in the medical oath that we take as doctors says, the first line says, I, doctor, what does it say? I, you should do what? You will remember those who taught you. Your teacher. Does any doctor remember exactly what he says? She's right, but any doctor? Angie, can you remember the words? Respecting our teachers. Yeah. Do you remember the exact words? I shall respect my teachers, my colleagues, uh, the people that I work with. Yeah. I shall respect my teachers. That's all. Doctor. This is doctor. First, we, th we take the, we hold it like that. I shall respect my teachers. Pastors, don't forget, I shall respect my teachers. Should be part of your things you remember. Okay, even when you're great and things have changed. <laughs> I always remember that guy. He was strong, adamant. Didn't want to listen. I spoke to him, he said. Are you now calling me Lucifer? Because see, Lucifer walked upon the stones of fire. And that experience affected him. So I was sharing that scripture with him and trying to help him to see that. The experience. <laughs> the experience of walking on the stones of fire was affecting had affected me. He said, thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Thou hast been in Eden in the garden of God, etc., etc. And, and it, had a, it had an effect on Lucifer. And he said, I shall ascend. I will be like the Most High. But thou hast forgotten that I set thee so. I put you where you are. And he said, I shall ascend. I shall be like the Most High. It's, it's, it's a mistake. So, I remember the guy. And you see, my friend, I want, I want you to know that when things are okay and things look okay, don't become strong, adamant, resistant. Ah, who are these pastors? What do they want? Pastor, come here. Don't change. I say, don't change. You didn't used to have a carpet. Now you've got a carpet. It's more than enough. You don't need a carpet to live. It's more than food and rainbow. You've got a carpet now. No, the fact that you have a carpet doesn't mean that you should become strong, adamant because of your carpet. And then you've got a fan. And now you've got an air conditioner and it's like, man, it's cool here, brother. Look, I'm teaching you these things because many people here are going to live in air conditioning. It's going to be part of your normal life. Father, thank you for several air conditioners that have been distributed in your church. But, but, if you are not alert right now, things will pass by you this, this afternoon. There's a lot of things that are being shared here. Be alert here. I don't know if I told you that testimony. One day I was ministering here. Somebody was sitting up there. The Lord opened her eyes right on this side here. And as I was saying these things, there was a big angel. And that angel when I would say these kind of words of knowledge, uh, words of uh, gift of faith or whatever, the angel would throw parcels into 
the room and there were smaller angels who would take the parcels and come to specific people in the congregation giving them the parcels and those who were alert were, were receiving and some people were yawning as the, the cars were just going behind them on the side people were yawning continue yawning collegal no flies will come inside your mouth Amen. Amen. Don't be high-minded, okay? Now you drive in your car. Just be cool. Still pray and still play Christian music. Don't start playing classical music. Hey, Pastor, I, I love this thing. Um, uh, this man, uh, what is his name? Uh, they say, uh, Mose, Mose, or Moses. Or what? It's Mozart. It's not Moses. It's Mozart. I love this man, Mozart. Hey, brother. Instead of singing worship songs, this is the hour of peace. You are now singing. Instead of singing, this is my desire to honor. Kwabna Daku came to our church in Kumasi. Kwabna Daku is a well-known billionaire. And he was giving a testimony. He said he was at a program and uh, with, a, with a trillionaire. Trillionaire. And so is that also who said trillionaire? He's from the Kumasi, one of the pastors in Kumasi, trillionaire. And he said when it was worship time, the trillionaire was on the floor. Oh, he was, the trillionaire was kneeling down. The trillionaire was kneeling down. And he said that if the trillionaire is kneeling down, then he, the millionaire, you better just be on the floor like that. <laughs> so, my brother, trillionaires are kneeling down. You, you've come to church as though your shoulder is paining you. You can't do it. Raise up your hand. You can't raise. De- clap. You can't clap. More than United Nations Secretary of State. <laughs> Trillionaires are kneeling down in church. And you, you are a, a what? <laughs> you must go to the basement to be, to be, to be prayed. So, step number one, don't become big. If some people develop air, some people develop S. Pardon? When you call them, you have to call their title. You said what? What? You mean Reverend Kwame. Is that not Reverend Kwame? Not Kwame. Reverend, say it again. Reverend Kwame. One day I went to a certain church. I was looking for a pastor. The pastor's name begins with, um, I won't tell you what name the pastor's name, but it begins with from A to E. So I said, I want Reverend A. No, I said, I want uh, A or Pastor A or whatever. He said, you mean you want Reverend A? I said, please, Reverend A. As were what? Brother, I high minded. Amen. Tell the sister next to you, sister, I hope you're not going to develop S. S. You know, this kind of S. I don't like such things. Um, I don't want a church that's at Collegon or I want to go to church at East Legon or Airport. Number two, do not trust in uncertain riches. Do not trust the money. Don't trust money. So the second point is, do not trust money. Amen. Did you understand what I'm saying? Don't trust money. Why should you not trust money? Because money, I, I told you the other time, is not trustworthy, it's fleeting. It vanishes. Okay? Okay? You cannot trust money. How many have had money before, but now you don't have money? 
If you've had money before in the past, but now you don't have the money that you had in those, raise up your hand. How many wish you still had what you had some time ago? Father, restore to all those who wish. Amen. Money is one of the most slippery things. Have you ever held a frog? Have you held a frog in your hand? Or a lizard? It moves. Before you realize it's jumping. That's how money is. So don't put your trust in it. Put your trust in God. I said, put your trust in what? In 1982, I had a friend called Daniel. He went to London. He bought a ticket on Ghana Airways. At that time, Ghana Airways was using VC10. You know how much the ticket to London was? 6,000 CDs. Now, supposing my friend had decided to save his money, his 6,000, how much would it be by now? Around, what? 700 CDs? I said, supposing he had saved the 6,000 CDs in 1982, how much would it be in the year 2000? 70 what? 70,000? At a normal interest rate of how much? 10% or 20% or 30%? Not, yeah. He, he 6,000 CDs will become something like, maybe you dub, that's assumed that you double it. 12,000. Can you go from Accra to Takrade with 12,000 CDs? So the thing that took you to London now cannot even take you to Takrade. And you put your trust in it. Many people who were rich once are no more rich. So do not trust in those riches. Step number three. Hallelujah. Step number three. Trust in God. In other words, continue to come to church, Reverend Saki. Okay? Continue coming to church. Continue praying. Continue fasting. Now let me tell you, for instance, you take this church. I mean, we are far more blessed than we were, if blessing is financial, than when we first came here. The prayer and fasting that we fasted this last week, I don't think we have prayed like that. Huh? What do you think? I don't think we've prayed like that even in those days when we were because the last week it was wild though. 10 to 6, 10 to 6, 10 to 6. Every day we were here. Monkeys and sparrows, labor word for, uh, prayers. So you see, we are working on tiles, but we are praying wilder. A lot of people don't know much about Lighthouse. They think we are, you know, kind of administrators and managers and things like that. No. We, we are very spiritual. In fact, we are more spiritual than you would imagine. Amen. Next one. You must do good things, good works. You must do good works or be rich in good works. In other words, have a lot of good works that you do or have done. Okay? Like maybe you, you've helped this, you've done this, you've helped that, you've helped this. So God is saying that as you become, you have more than food and raiment. You get it? You must be rich in good works. Have a lot of good things that you are doing as a church or as an individual. How many are planning to have a lot of good things that you are doing? You must help people. You must remember where you came from. You must try to help people whom you, you were in their kind of condition. You get what I'm saying? Hello? Are you still with me or I've lost you? Have I lost Are you still around? Shake the person next to you and say, Brother, is the master with you? Are you still in the church? All right. The next one, be ready to distribute or to give.
Be ready. So for instance, if there is an appeal for funds or there is a need, be ready. It doesn't mean you must foolishly dissipate everything that God has given you. That is also foolishness. One time I was talking to somebody, you know, the person was telling me uh, that he gives so much as tithes and offerings. Okay. The person was giving his tithes, but in addition to his tithes, he was giving um, a certain percentage again. Now, as I sat down with the person, the person was going through the finances that he had. I said to him, my brother, I want you to stop that thing. Don't give that percentage anymore. Because it is rather taking you into debt. You cannot afford at this time to give that amount of money. You can't. So I told him to stop it. You see, because he felt that he was disappointing God if he didn't give that amount. And I said, no, God has not required us to. He said, bring your tithes. So if you are bringing your tithes, praise God. If the Lord touches you to give more, fine. But it doesn't mean you must give until you, 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 you are now bankrupt because of the giving. That is foolishness. It's not faith. It's like a person who says, Yes, I have the, uh, four, listen, four children. And by faith, I have bound all other children to come. No child shall come into my stomach again. But I'm sleeping every day with my husband. You are sleeping with your husband and you have bound the baby. You cannot bind sperms. Sperms are not... We, are, we bind demons, not spams and eggs. I've bound all spams. They, they, they have, Father, in the name of Christ Jesus, I command every spam that is moving to return. It doesn't return. There's nothing like that. It's a foolish prayer. It's, I said it's a foolish prayer. Where's my book on 100% answered prayer? Where is it? Give me one. You should get this book so that you don't... I think in it I have foolish prayers. You, if you read this book and you listen to, or you listen to the tapes or you get this book, right, you are going to learn how to pray and always get as answers. Get it and read it. You know, always have one of these little books with your Bible. And you just sort of on the side and you catch the revelation that somebody has struggled to get. Just add it to yours. And then you just be sharing it. Amen. Amen. Have it. I, mean, I always have somebody's book with me that I'm reading. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, I said to my brother, do not give that money. Don't give it to the church of which I'm a pastor. Don't bring the money. Keep it. Give your tithe. This is what God has asked. If God speaks to you to do it and you can do it, fine. But if you are doing it and it's rather taking you every month, you, 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 you are now owing people. Because of what you are giving, it's not God who has asked you to do it's your own mind. It's like you fast, and when you fast, you are on admission at medical block, medical tray, because of the fasting. Next time you come say, the Lord has spoken to me. He has told me to go on this thing, a uh, uh, 35-day fasting. By the 23rd day, you are on admission at medical four. If the Lord told you to go on 35-day fasting and by the 20th day you are on medical for, where is the Lord who told you to go on the, on the fasting? It's not the Lord who told you to go on that fast. It's your own mind. Do you feel that if you go on 35-day fasting, you are going to achieve something? Don't try to say things that the Lord has not said. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Are you listening to what I'm saying? Hey, today the pastor, the way the things that he said, it has freed us. We don't have to give a lot of things. I don't, want you to, I don't want you to get into foolishness. I'm your pastor. When you get into debts and you get into all sorts of foolishness, it affects me. I don't want that. I want you to be blessed. Why do you think I'm here? I'm not here to rip you off. I'm here to help you. Amen, brother? Amen. Do you have a job? Did you stand up? You stood up. You're going to have a job. All right, brother? Amen.
So don't give things that God has not really asked you to give. But you must be, and you don't need a word from God. I feel God has spoken to me. That's why I'm going to give. No, God doesn't have to speak to you. But you feel that I want to give towards the bus. No, I'm going to give, that's all. Say, I feel. I've received a word. Yeah, three million for the bus. My friend, look, stop that rough there. All right? You don't have to have that feeling. The Bible says you should be rich in good works. That's enough word of the Lord. If it's a good work, you can do it again. You are, it means you have a lot of good works. I say you have a lot of good works. How many want to have a lot of good works? Wonderful. And the last point is the greatest and the best is begin to build a heavenly bank account heavenly bank account wow what is the name of heaven's bank well it could be golden street bank it could be pearly gate chartered bank it could be 12 apostles bank limited or what 24 elders consolidated bank it could be walls of jasper bank limited but there is something like a heavenly bank account now next week i am going to show you about several deposits i'm going to teach you about the accounts how many want to have an account and know the details before you arrive there how many want the details you know i've always thought about it is there something like that you can begin to make deposits in your bank accounts now unlike ghana's barclays bank no government can come and announce that all those with more than two million should report to the nearest police station that is why no one respects our banking system because of things as foolish as that or 50 cd notes if you have it you you don't have money now <laughs> it's crazy but heaven has a bank now i have my bank account my bank account name is dag cyrus hayward mills the name my father gave me that's the name my father gave me i'm still using the name my father gave me I have the name that he gave me, Dag Cyrus Hayward Mills. And that's the name of my, on my account. What is the name on your account? Josephine Amisa Arthur. Wow, there are fancy names in heaven. And what's the name on your account? Only two names. Emma Meffel. No Kukwa or Kokoi or anything like that. All right. Now, what is the number? I don't know. Now, what can we put into the bank account? And how big can we go? I'm going to show you from the Bible how to make deposits. How many want to know how to write checks posted in heaven straight away and just sort things out fast? How many want to withdraw from heaven? You don't need to withdraw from heaven. You just put it there and then get there. How many want to get to heaven and find there's nothing in my account? How many get scared when there's nothing in your account? Can you imagine getting to heaven and your bank account is empty? I'm going to show you how to fill your account. I'm going to show you how to get certain items ready for your arrival. Your arrival is any day. Any day now. We'll be going home. It won't be long. We'll be going home. It won't be long. We'll be going home. How many are going home one day? This world is not my home. I'm just a past. Oh, you, you are here forever. I cry here, you are here forever, brother. We've got a place where the streets are made of wood. How many, you don't have road to your house? 
Me, there's no road to my house. I mean, sand is not a road, brother. Sand is not a road. Who does not have a road to his house? Raise up your hand. Me, there's no road to my house. Sand. Uh, Mr. Johnson, there's road to your house. I've been to her. There's no road. Ah, okay. Pastor T, is there road to your house? Nothing. Neither revolution, coups, detours, house cleanings, democracy have been able to bring roads to my house. And where I live, the houses have been there for many years. But I know a place, and I've got a house there already. How many know that I've got a building project in heaven? Charlie, you people, you don't know. Man is building. (laughs) You continue building here. I have got a project in heaven. And I've got an account. And I've got a store. These three. <laughs> Charlie. Look, you see, one time when I was in school, a certain guy was, I, I told a certain guy that we should go for an all night. And he said he won't come. I said, why? He said, you, I know you. You think you are wise. You, you have gone to learn already. And we, we should follow you for all night. Then when we come back, you go and learn more. And then when the exam comes, it's like you'll be doing well, because I was always doing well. As you are following me here, I'm telling you that I've got these three already. I have building projects. Number two, I have accounts. And number three, I have a store. You want some? Yes. I said, you want some? Yes. Next Sunday, you come. I'll give you that. Stand to your feet, brothers. You don't want to go home. I am I'm going to read to you a very powerful thing. Somebody's going to see an angel this week. Lift up your hands. Father, thank you for angelic visitations. Thank you for blessings. We begin to see the things you have given us. We begin to receive them. We begin to walk in them. We love you, Jesus. We thank you for food and raiment and more than food and raiment. Thank you for what you are showing us in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you for all the blessings that were distributed in this service. We believe and we receive them in Jesus' name. Bless your people with more than they can carry home with them. Let them not lack anything that is food and raiment, Lord. Give them more than they can carry. Give them more than they can carry. Show them dreams and visions, Jesus. Give them angels in their homes. Let them see big angels and small angels. Let them see Jesus. Let them have visions. Anoint their eyes, O God. Show them things of heaven. Let them believe that your word is true. Lord, we receive your abundance right now. We receive your heavenly supply. We receive wisdom, Lord. To prepare for that great arrival when we shall arrive in heaven. Thank you, wonderful Savior. I feel your anointing and your presence here. And I say, hallowed be your name, Jesus. Hallowed be your name. There's an anointing for Touching my soul And changing my heart Come on, lift your hand and sing it There's a tear Falling over me 
listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.